Hello everyone, welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. This is your host, Wendy Payne. Today is December the 16th and we are going to continue through our December Bible reading for uh, leading up to Christmas time. So I encourage you to sit back and let's get into the word together. Reading from the message translation and let's just dive in. Sit back, relax and enjoy the word of God being read to you today. (laughs) Chapter 16 of Luke, the story of the crooked manager. Jesus said to his disciples, there once was a rich man who had a manager. He got reports that the manager had been taking advantage of his position by running up a huge personal expense. So he called him in and said, what's this I hear about you? You're fired and I want a complete audit of all of your books. The manager said to himself, why am I going to do? I've lost my job as a manager. I'm not strong enough for laboring job and I'm too proud to beg. Ah, I've got a plan. Here's what I'll do. Then when I'm turned out into the street, people will take me into their houses. Then he went at it one after another. He called in the people who were in debt to his master. And he said to the first, how much do you owe my my master? He replied, a hundred jugs of oil. The manager said, here, take your bill, sit down here quick. Now write 50. To the next he said, and you, what do you owe? He answered, a hundred sacks of wheat. He said, take your bill and write in 80. Now here's a surprise. The master praised the crooked manager. And why? Because he knew how to look after himself. Streetwise people are smarter in this regard than law-abiding citizens. They are constant alert, looking for angles, surviving by their wits. I want you to be smart in the same way, but for what is right, using every adversity to stimulate your creative survival, to concentrate your attention on bare essentials, and you'll live, really live, not complacently, complacently, just get by on good behavior. God sees behind appearances. Jesus went on to make these comments. If you're honest in small things, you'll be honest in big things. If you're a crook in small things, you'll be a crook in big things. If you're not honest in small jobs, who will put you in charge of the store? No worker can serve two bosses. He'll either hate the first and love the second or adore the first and despise the second. You can't serve both God and the bank. When the Pharisees, a money-obsessed bunch, heard him say these things, they rolled their eyes, dismissing him as hopelessly out of touch. So Jesus spoke to them, You are masters at making yourselves look good in front of others, but God knows what's behind the appearance. What society sees and calls monumental, God sees through and calls monstrous. God's law and the prophets climaxed in John. Not it's all kingdom of God, the glad news. And compelling invitation to every man and woman, the sky disintegrate and the earth dissolve before a single letter of God's law wears out. Using the legalities of divorce as a cover for lust and adultery, 
using legalities of marriage as a cover for lust and adultery. The Rich Man and Lazarus There once was a rich man, expensively dressed in the latest fashion, wasting his days in conspicuous consumption. A poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, had been dumped on his doorstep. All he lived for was to get a meal from scraps off of the rich man's table. His best friends were dogs who came and licked his sores. Then he died, this poor man, and was taken up by the angels to the lap of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. In hell and in torment, he looked up and he saw Abraham in the distance and Lazarus in his lap. He called out, Father, Abraham, mercy, have mercy. Send Lazarus to dip his finger in water to cool my tongue. I'm in agony in this fire. But Abraham said, Child, remember that in your lifetime, you got the good things and Lazarus, the bad things. It's not like that here. Here he's consoled and you're tormented. Besides, in all these matters, there is a huge chasm set between us so that no one can go from us to you, even if they wanted to, nor can anyone cross over from you to us. The rich man said, then let me ask you, father, send him to the house of my father, where I have five brothers, so he can tell them to score and warn them so that they won't end up here in this place of torment. Abraham answered, They have Moses and the prophets to tell them the score. Let them listen to them. I know, Father Abraham, he said, but they're not listening. If someone came back to them from the dead, they could change their ways. Abraham replied, If they won't listen to Moses and the prophets, they're not going to be convinced by someone who rises from the dead. Lord, I pray right now for each of us who are alive and a well and listening to your word. Father, I pray that we would not ignore the truth of your word. I also pray, God, that we would share your word to other people, that we would not be embarrassed or shy or apprehensive to share your word, that we would do all that we can to make it so that people here on this earth will hear the message of forgiveness and love before they pass from this earth. Lord God, give us the courage that we need to share that word, that love, the gospel message, I pray. Continue to lead and guide us through this season. Lord, let our eyes be focused on you, I pray. Thank you for your word, Jesus. In thy precious name, amen. Thank you everyone for joining again today. I look forward to seeing you tomorrow for John 17. God bless.